0: You are now listening to the Bills Fed Podcast! Cheers! With your hosts, David Palermo and Adam Deegan. Find us online at nubbillsfed.com Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast for November 16th. It's a Wednesday. I'm your host, David Palermo. Find me on the damn Twitter, at Numb Bills Fan. The damn Twitter.
1: Damn you, Twitter.
0: Adam really doesn't like to use Twitter too much. I like to use Twitter he
1: sometimes. You don't use Twitter. You know what it is? You know what? I get fed up with Twitter because no one ever just... Like, no one can ever just, like, let anyone have the last word. I'm trying to go to bed most of the time. Find him at D On Twitter. Or come hang with me in the Bills Mafia Facebook group. I'm in there sometimes.
0: Yeah, Bills for Life. Brought to you by billsforlife.com. Um, also... Affiliated with the Red Pinto Tailgate, greatest Pinto or greatest tailgate of all time. Chad. Yeah. yeah, we love to be uh, partnered yeah. up with these dudes. Yeah, yeah. So go chat up over there. Get excited. Um, Nick does not have a, a, a real PA system. I don't know why, but we're going to have to get him hooked up. Maybe the podcast will sponsor or something, aka go Yo. to the pawn shop, get a good deal. Of it. Go to and the man, pawn here's shop, how you Yo. use it. Give him the, uh, Given the crappy crate we got in the yeah, bathroom, hell, dude, no, I don't want him. No, last time I used that crappy ass PA we got there, it like shocked my face, and I know, I know, but like, I don't want to get shocked. It could be a bad ground. I don't, I don't know.
1: Anyways, yo, I've I've definitely been shocked by that thing. A yeah, couple by of the times, speaker
0: though. wire, by the microphone, by the no, Dave's not playing anymore. Don't forget, find us on numbillsfan.com. dot com. Find all of our stuff. Um, we do a Facebook show. We're doing one in about 40 minutes from now, but you'll hear this. It'll already be done. Num Bills fan on Facebook, facebook.com. Num Bills fan. We do a live show. We talk a lot of junk, but not really. We just do our thing and whatever comes up, we'll go with it. You want to come bust our chops, come do it. Yeah. Uh, I
1: mean, it's, it's more the same as, as what we do here, but we got, we got some people in the comments kind of steering the boat with us. It's and, and, it gets, and it's, it, it's so much fun. Like, I like it so much more when every once in a while someone just wants to come in and, you know, do the work for us, essentially. Right. So that that's
0: pretty nice. So it's not as tight as the podcast. Usually we'll do our pockets for a solid 40, 30, 45, usually around 45 to an hour. The Facebook's
1: um, great, though. I got some new buddies that I talk bills with from doing yeah we doing got regulars show. in there all the time yeah so
0: yeah. check that out and lastly we're brought to you by punch drunk sports.com and pretty stoked on punch drunk sports uh if you don't follow them on twitter at punch drunk. also it's a podcast with three comedians uh jason tebow ari Shafir, san tripoli and really it's like general sports talk but unfiltered and it's not like espn so it's just a great conversation if you like us you'll definitely like them we think they're way cooler than we are so check them out punch dot com. so podcast number 93 we're here it's pretty much a cincinnati preview aka what the hell happened with the bills in the bye week um coming off a real 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 tough deal that that seahawks game i mean you kind of watch the Seahawks and the Pats play, and you're like, "Really? This? It, it, it's like almost like the." You feel like the Bills team is that good because they should have beat the Seahawks, and you know that's a game where we you kind of chalk it up. Where, well, the refs in that game ruined it, but at the same time, old coach speak how we are raised is you shouldn't be in that position in the first place. There's so many feet, so many calls. Going on and it's like, you know, we gotta do what we gotta do to to win these ball games, but I don't wanna I don't wanna have adversity against the refs. So we really hammered on that in podcast ninety two. Please check that out. Um last podcast we did. But really this Bengals team, again, I don't know a bunch about every single team. I follow very closely and to the Bills, and I'll be honest with you, the Bills gotta start winning in the AFC. And right now you have a very winnable game against the Bengals, and really they got to come out of here with the victory.
1: Yeah, it's a road game, but it's a nice uh, it's a nice short drive this time at least, not Seattle. Same time zone, so hopefully we uh, <clears throat> hopefully we can get it going here again. Coming off the bye week, things look. Things look okay, you know. You got you got some guys getting some time to heal up. You got Percy Harvin, hopefully looking to take on a bigger role. I'm about to cough. Take over this, Dave. All right, so <coughs> okay. Oh, I'm dying.
0: There we go. All right, you're good. We're now. Pros. Okay. So you got Percy Harvin. You're talking. You got Percy
1: Harvin. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, getting involved this week. He was. He was there through the bye. Hopefully, he's getting
0: He, he, he back only had, had twenty one plays, and honestly, I was shocked. I thought it was all like, "Yeah, we're really not going to put him out there." I was like, "Bullshit, you're not." Percy Harvin's going to be out there every play. I was not buying into this football shape nonsense, but apparently, this is why I uh, don't do this. So uh, the,
1: the one thing I'm hoping is that we just can see uh, we can see LeSean McCoy get back back to form because this uh the Cincinnati defense is pretty rough at stopping the run game. They they're ranked 24th in the league for uh, average average rush yards allowed at 116.8 per game. So I mean they're they're like at the bottom third of the league. So if we got a healthy Shady, Mike Gillisley continues to, you know, be able to tag in and and you know, get some yardage I think we should be able to put up a lot of points against this Bengals defense.
0: Yeah, I mean, really, the the this Bills team, um it's been floating around on the Murph show. Like to, to lose three games in a row, putting up twenty five points, it has been a really contested point in this bye week. I mean, that's yeah. like an NFL record. Like that doesn't
1: happen. That's that's happened one other time they year Right.
0: Say. And and you know, you can say, Oh, it's a modern NFL. Well, you got to keep in mind that this Bills team had a lot of turnovers in their victories, too, when they went in that streak of four games. They had had some turnovers, and we're not really seeing that right now. And I don't know if people are out of position or what the deal is. We'll get into the roster shuffling in a little bit, but on the point right now, it's like, man, I don't – 25 points – your defense isn't doing the job you're not consistent and that's the hardest part is you come into this and you think the bill secondary is lock you're just hoping Aaron Williams comes back and that you're buying the hype that this team is supporting him with and while well, Stefan and Ronald Darby and Roby they're going to play the same technique as they did prior nope they fired Donnie Henderson you know we'll get into that too and it's like man I don't know what to think I really don't know what to think this team is actually putting up points and and it's a shame they lost that Seattle game because we would be feeling, hey, how we did after that game. The Bills are back on track. But at 4-5 and five, and you got a couple teams battling it out in the West and the AFC that they could take the two wild card spots and that could be between Denver, Oakland, and KC. And that's crazy. So the Bills, unfortunately, here we are again. They got to win every game. You know, and that would be crazy if I said I want to see 11 wins. I want to see 10. I am not going to be psyched on 9-7 and seven to know that their dumbass week one loss to the Ravens cost them. I kind of hope that the Ravens just take the division. That way it doesn't, you know, it's going to matter on tiebreakers down the road if other teams, say, beat them, that we are up against in the playoffs. But it looks like the Jets are a tire fire. You know, Miami... I don't know what to think. Tannehill is running out of the pocket on the move and throwing wild. That seems to be his comfort zone. They found a run game. Their offensive line is healthy. Miami's a threat within our own division. And then you've got the Steelers, and, you know, they're not as good as they were last year. But at the same time, this team has been getting thrown on deep so often. I... I, It's really frustrating going up against this Bengals team because they just lost to the Giants. Now, they're coming off a short week. They played Monday night, and they lost to the Giants. They had a couple turnovers, but Jeremy Hill, he looks all right to me. You got A.J. Green. I mean, Andy Dalton, a lot of people say, well, you're not going to want to start your franchise with Andy Dalton. Maybe not, but I don't think it's that bad. Then again, I'm a Bills fan. I follow the Bills quarterback super tight. I have a life. I don't have a, a chance to follow... Teams outside of the Bills division really super tight, so
1: yeah. I mean,
0: I would take Andy Dalton overall compared to what we've had. I mean,
1: (laughs) truthfully, I don't have a life and I have all the time in the world to follow other teams' quarterbacks, but I just watch 90s wrestling on YouTube instead. So, sorry, (laughs) as a Bills fan, what I'm thinking is I want to see Shaq Lawson and Lorenzo Alexander beat the freckles off the boy. Because that's that's the kind of dude I am. But, I mean, if, you this know... sounded
0: kind of racist, man.
1: Oh, come on. Really? You
0: know, dude, I don't know. We might want to pause this and recut this. Um...
1: Yo, I tell you what. If you're offended by my freckles comment...
0: Hey, actually, didn't we make a Bengals preview video last year?
1: We did. We did. You know, that was that was the, the game I went to last year, too. Oof. So we have a YouTube EJ, video. EJ versus the Bengals. Oh, I that always, was right. I always pick the worst games to go to, man. I swear to God. I got Jeff Toole versus the Chiefs and EJ versus the Bengals. Like, I got to go to better games, <laughs> man.
0: Yeah, that's... That's I I I don't disagree with you, but the Bengals are coming in three, five, and one. You know, so points per game they're twenty, they're they're twenty third. Yards are eighth. So, you know, the Bills have been. Rex says the team's a little bit better on third down, in the last game and against Seattle. So, I mean, defensively. Uh, it, it, it's weird. It's weird. I should I should wrap up the offense. I'm sorry. It's like offensively they're they're tenth in rushing and passing and and it's against an inconsistent defense of the Bills. I just Rex Ryan has has done well against Cincinnati in the past in the past, but really I'm kind of I don't know what to make of this defense. Like I I really don't. I really don't I mean, if this offense can sustain maybe they find Charles Clay. It seems to be like a common thing to say now um, th- they gotta they gotta just really take advantage of this team I, i'm I'm sorry, I'm stumbling for words here, but this is a very beatable team. It's just I don't know what to make of the defense I really don't because it's hard when you score twenty five points and you're winning three games in a row it's it's like playing fantasy football where you put up 120 points. You're like, oh, who's going to catch me at 120 where 100 points used to be high? And then with all these little bonuses and PPR leagues, you know, everything is higher scoring. But let's be real here. 120 points in, in a fantasy league you should be winning. And then the next thing you know, you, you're going against somebody Julio Jones and he has his three of eight games or in a in a row where, oh, great, he just went off. And it's like that's kinda like what the Bills game felt like to me is three games of twenty five points and we lose. Like this is just absurd. This defense needs to get their head together. And well, the Bills have made a lot of shuffling on the roster. So right off the bat, Corey White.
1: Well, you know, just to rewind real quick before we get into what, what came up, don't don't forget we brought in uh Sergio Brown before the bye week. So we already started shuffling there. Then there's apparently this controversy at the at the cornerback two slot. Um you got Corey White out I'm gonna go ahead and just say it out playing Ronald Darby. And nobody saw that coming. Everyone was going into this year, and I say this, I feel like I say this every week now. Oh, Gilmore and Darby, best quarter, quarterback tandem in the league. I, they were supposed to be, oh, like, oh, an elite set. And both of them kind of, you know, I guess for a lack of better terms, fizzled out. And then to even add to this, it looks like Kevon Seymour has been taking all the reps, at at the nickel position, is instead it all of the reps? Roby, I thought the, it was majo- wor- I the thought majority. It was working in the majority of the first team reps. No way, really? Yeah, come on, yeah, man.
0: Oh, wow. yeah, wow, wow. That just
1: came. That just came across. Uh, I saw it on Bleacher Report this afternoon. Right, right after I told you when I was coming and over. And
0: Kevon Seymour's a guy that you know we've talked about in the past. And oh yeah,
1: as soon as we found out he got his eyes fixed after playing college ball, we were like, "Yo, this dude's gonna be dope!" Like, go back, go back and listen to us after the draft, couple podcasts. You know, I'm, we brought it up several times.
0: Yeah, you find out he had eye surgery. And uh, after I think working off for the combine at uh, a place, I think it was might have been X's and O's or something. What do I know? And they told him, uh, the doctor said, like you can't see. Yeah,
1: you're blind, Doug. Like, so you how are you be, playing football?
0: Yeah, you must be an awesome athlete and really fast. And and he's like, oh yeah, I am. So okay, I'm. I don't want to say I'm glad because I really like, Nicole Roby. I mean. It's right up on Bleacher Report. I am shocked. I, I Look, this team's sending a message right now to the secondary. I mean, you just released Duke Williams, who you could say years ago, we would have said, at least a year ago, year and a half ago, release Duke Damn. Williams, man. Like, release Duke Williams. And, and, and that's the thing is I'm never going to sit here and come down on a player because I want to believe in all these guys. But – if the game comes down to mental errors, something isn't clicking. Maybe they can't learn at this level. I don't know. But when you think Duke Williams, you think mental error. And that's not good in a player. You know? So, and they add Idejan of I can't even pronounce it. They added a safety. James, I uh, I can't ever pronounce it. Damn it. Idajin No, man. No.
1: I don't know some of these letters look it's i h
0: e d i g b o all right
1: we should we we have heard it said so many times i think
0: it's a deja, deja
1: yeah some I, I i don't know
0: it looks like i dig bow i hate it but i'm done here but uh really they had the safety and he's taller He's a bigger dude. Supposedly, he's, like, really into, like, weightlifting, but he's played for Rex for a couple seasons, came in undrafted in 07, and he played, uh, I think it was a Pro Bowl alternate as recently as two years ago, so that's pretty sweet, and he played recently with the Lions for two years, so... He has a leg up on some other guys that could have brought in because Rex's system, that's something you got to, you know, you got a guy ahead of the curve, all right? He's got to learn his terminology, and you could give him a package of plays, is what they're saying. And after Percy Harvin didn't play and whatever, I'm going to take the team at face value. And when Rex says, yeah, he'll he'll be in on some, some plays. Well, that's going to bring he he. <clears throat> excuse me. He he's more of a guy that's going to be more of like the thumper in the box kind of safety. What that's going to do is that's going to roll Corey Graham to play really center field. So, which should be interesting because if, if there's one thing Corey Graham's obviously been working with, you know Ed Reed, and 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 if there's one thing Ed Reed could do, it, it's play center field. He could do anything. So, um. I don't I don't know what this shake up's gonna do, but you have three And what I find interesting is even Eric Turner at cover one um he had he had something up about Gilmore's struggles. Maybe they're not as bad. And and we were just crushing Gilmore last week. So it's kinda like this shuffle to take Darby off the field and pretty much call it an open competition. And you got this other safety coming in that I can't pronounce his name. We're gonna call him James, I J Javou, Bo. Damn it! I thought I wasn't gonna try. And I'll, we'll just
1: call him James.
0: You're adding James I, all J- right?
1: James the safety.
0: James the safety. Look, <laughs> I expect this guy with his veteran experience to come in and honestly, I'm so have pissed an impact about this man.
1: I finally figured out how to, <laughs> how to spell Quanjo, and now I got to deal with this shit. No, for real.
0: It's it's so difficult to even pronounce this last name. It's driving me nuts.
1: Well,
0: it's unique. So what do you think it says? I, I think it says, hey, wake up. Rex said it. He's sick of seeing mistakes. He's not here to make friends. He's sick of seeing mistakes. What do we do?
1: Yeah, I mean it's sink or swim, and if you're not swimming, you're going to get thrown out of the damn pool.
0: These guys got it. I don't know what's going on. You got so so to be on this negative tear right now on the defensive side of the ball. Marcel Darius, there's people within the organization questioning him, and it kind of brings up a point. The dude gets a hamstring pull. That tells you exactly what the fear we had with Carlos Williams was. Was He's gonna come back after four weeks and be out of shape, and like any of these guys, any of these vets, any of these real analysts who've been involved in the game first.
1: Well, I don't think I don't think say, the hamstring is necessarily indicative of it because it could be completely well. That's what circumstantial, I was, but I don't think he really did come back in the best shape he could have.
0: Well, here's what I was saying is all the experts, the ones who actually that, that I trust. They will tell you, you can't control what these guys do off the field. You can't control if they're going to stay in shape. And the thing is, is with Marcel his suspension, for some reason, he was still, I believe, allowed to work out at the facility. Hmm. Because they were seeing him. Or was it Carlos Williams? Never mind they said any of that. Rewind 15 seconds. I don't know no, if he was a No, fast forward around.
1: 15 seconds All right. he's done apologizing yeah. for his fuck-up. And then... Continue enjoying the show. Either way, Thanks for you, listening. you
0: can't. these guys got to do their due diligence. No, and totally. They really got to. So where there's smoke, there's fire. So the dots I'm connecting is, wait a second. They have concerns about him. And then, oh, wait, he's pulling muscles. And, oh, wait,
1: really? Really? And they already had a release earlier in the year. I, you know what? I think, I think it all comes back to what you were talking about kind of towards the top of the show. It's like, what happened to these turnovers? We are putting all this quarterback pressure. We are getting to these quarterbacks. And they're completing these passes under pressure because our secondary just isn't hanging tough. At the same time, you could argue that you're
0: getting sacks because of the coverage. So it's, it's, it's a catch-22, but you know what I think the Bills are? Hey, screw it. Just throw it up. Just throw it up. You have Jimmy Graham, let him get down the field and get it. Okay, just throw it up. These defensive backs, they're not making plays on the ball. And that's what Rex Ryan has been preaching this last presser. He's like, these guys got to make plays. You know, and you hear you hear, um, LeJay Duzal on the John Murphy show talking about how they go over like a fumble drill and scoop and score. And it tells you, nah, Rex wants points on defense. Rex Ryan wants points on defense, and oh by the way, when the team was winning four games in a row, they had points on defense.
1: Yeah, you know what though i I like Rex. I'm not I'm not on the fire Rex wagon at all, but I also don't think that's something you can hang your hat on. Like you need you need your offense to be more than capable of scoring, outscoring the other the other team. You know. Like yeah, you want points on defense, you want points on special team, but you you can't count on that. It's not it's not a guaranteed opportunity. You know what I, you know what I'm
0: saying? Glass half full. You know what this adds up to me? Okay, you got um, you got these variables here, and, and you could look at a glass half full. All right, the offense came together after two games. They simplified. They came together the defense has been lacking turnovers but they were getting a lot of turnovers and oh by the way you have a quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over and the bills just came off of probably their best offensive game overall game of running and passing that they've had against a oh by the way very good defense so They're second in points allowed. Yeah, yeah, going into that
1: that game, because we still got our our notes from last week written on our board. That Seattle Seahawks defense was only giving up 15 points a game. Yeah, and
0: even if you want to round up, 16 points. Big deal. Big deal. And so what I'm saying here is if this team gets turnovers – This team's winning more games because they're sustaining drives. If you've had 25 points in three games and they weren't defensive points, which they weren't, you know, which at the end of the year, I think you still have to um, put in the special teams and defensive touchdowns that they've had um, as well. But what I'm saying is that's incredible. Like, it really comes down, I think, to – this defense needs to just do what this defense needs to do. Like, get on with it. Do you. You guys got to get your nose in the book. I don't know what the hell you guys got to do. I'm not the player. But everybody needs to look at themselves and think, uh-oh, Rex gave us some room, and now maybe we pushed him too far. And now he's saying, I ain't here to make friends. You got a guy, Duke Williams, wakes up,
1: he's cut. Really? Okay, I don't know though because I, I noticed I noticed him not on the field last couple games. Last couple, so, like
0: a lot of games. So
1: I am saying, like, no, I mean, like, to the point where I was like, "Yo, did Duke Williams get hurt or something?" <laughs> like, but I mean, I wonder, I wonder how much the writing was on the wall because I bet, I bet he knew it was coming. I do you think they get this guy,
0: a, uh, uh, uh Jade Vaughn. Uh. James, safety. James, the safety. James, the new safety. Do you think they give this guy, um, like, like maybe somebody was in touch with him before they signed him? Like, hey, look, here's what we're running. Pop on the Bills tape. Get you. You know what I mean? Do you think they give him a heads up? And maybe they don't think
1: they can do that.
0: But he's a free agent.
1: Oh yeah, he is a free agent.
0: So what I'm saying here is maybe they. Maybe there's a reason that they didn't release Duke early. That could be it. I don't know if he was doing anything or if there was, like, a...
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, if he...
0: Excuse
1: me. You know what I mean? If he was, like... If, you know, Rex maybe called him and was like, Hey, remember those packages we had with the Jets? Right.
0: Right. And, honestly, since Aaron Williams has been hurt, this this secondary has been, like, very lost. And... I don't know where to go from here. Um, offensively, Central Henderson, supposedly he's weighing 315. That's what he said in an interview with Chris Brown. Um, he was, or, playing, or he was or playing
1: up over 330, wasn't he, though?
0: Yes. I think he might have even been, yeah, 330. So, you know, Eric Turner at Cover One called it a while ago. We talked about Henderson. And he goes, you know, looking at it, Henderson's going to eventually take over that right tackle spot. And Jordan Mills has been struggling. That's been a point of contention with this team is Jordan Mills struggles. And where there's smoke, there's fire. Do I know what the hell I'm looking at? No, I don't. I don't know technique. I don't know anything. You want to know all that? Cover Coverone.net. Check out Eric's stuff. You can even interact with him. He has his own little. Oh thing. yeah,
1: I, I don't know nothing either. I, I'm a shithead. I see it. I, I, I'm like, what? What direction did that guy come from when is he there sacked
0: a, us? Is there a mutant mongoloid, huge dude with like that looks like a warrior getting by the other huge mutant dude who looks like a warrior? Is he getting by him? Because if so, I guess then the right tackle sucks. So Henderson here we go. He was a starter for a couple of years. We saw what he can do. Um, he has Crohn's it, it's been out there and he even just talks about it now. And what people don't get is he can't just eat fast food to keep on weight. Now he says he's stronger, but if he still lacks mass and honestly, I don't know how he's going to be able to keep weight on with that, with the kind of diet he's on. I, I don't, I really don't know because he's not eating shit. But what's funny is Um, I've cut out a lot of fats or a lot of breads and some sugars in my own diet. And now I do have sugar and coffee. I just cut a lot of it out. I will say when I was doing this thing called whole 30, I was really, really, really eating super clean. Um, and I would, you know, no grains, nothing. And, And it was crazy because Henderson's saying now, like, because he has Crohn's, he has to eat like a really clean diet. He feels healthier than ever. And I really feel that that's going to be the trend of the league in general. Is you're just a lot more, you're a lot more healthy when obviously you're eating right, your fuels right. What the hell do I know? But I do know I feel better in, in just eating when you're hungry. But when you're used to being a mass, man, I don't know. Like, how do you? I'm really curious to see how he keeps the weight on. Maybe he just lifts massive weights. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. So Henderson should be, you know, they said, Rex said in a, in uh presser on Monday that Henderson's going to get a shot. So they're working him in too. Yeah. I don't know if that get a shot means
1: start. I don't know. At right tackle, but yeah, I, I don't know. And then you got a, you got a position battle at center too. You know, they moved Eric Wood to the injured reserve this week. Hope he's uh Hope he's doing all right. He's you know I heard I heard him on the radio the other day. He's still working his ass off. He's still out here doing reports and all all that shit. So like
0: even if they put him on IR. Could you, could you, you, know? you
1: ask for a better teammate? Probably not. Um but yeah, you got Ryan Groy and Patrick Lewis trying to hash it out for for that starting center position in Eric Wood's absence. So Well, I'm I'm, I'm interested to see if uh Patrick Lewis sees the field. Cause not to be negative, but I wasn't, thr- I wasn't thrilled with Ryan. Grover no, when I said it last podcast.
0: Well, actually, you want to know something? Um, uh, that's what we said last podcast, but hearing other people talk like Donald Jones and other people who know more than me, they actually say he stepped in and did all right. But if there's one thing I did notice is after Yo, Roy not came a position in,
1: where you can do all right though. You have to do good or it's catastrophic. Options are limited. I would see oh. Eric Turner on that one. I don't
0: know, but I do know that I, I felt like after Roy went in, Shady McCoy, we were talking about last podcast, he was getting tackled quicker. Like, they were penetrating the line quick. And, look, lastly, Sammy Watkins. Didn't practice this week. Oh, don't get me started. And I don't know what to think about that because he was eligible to practice this past Monday. It's Wednesday today. I think it was this is
1: past Friday.
0: No, it was Monday. It was Monday. But the, the training staff did not want him to.
1: Well,
0: oh, wait. Maybe it was Friday, but they didn't have a practice during the bye week. So right, you can right. be. I'm sorry. You're right. You're yeah. right. Um, but it seems like the training staff is holding him back. And you want to know my theory on Sammy Watkins? Um, And this could be negative. He, this could be He wrong. hates it
1: here because everyone talks shit all the time. That's my theory on Sammy Watkins. All right.
0: Here's my shit on the wall take. What if the coaching staff and the medical staff is like, all right, well, you're going to be in and out of the lineup. We'll put you on IR, and we'll see how you do in recovery because, look, Julio Jones has had this injury too around his third year as well. So it's something that he can come back from. The problem I have is I don't want to be stuck in this Gilmore situation like we were last year where he puts up the year before his contract is up, which is next year will be his fourth season. And if they pick up his option at the end of this year, which they should, whether you want to or not, they should. And you look at a healthy Sammy, then he balls out. He's going to want to get paid. And it sucks. It's something we're going to have to go through. We're going to have to cross that bridge when we get to it. But I almost wonder if they're like, all right, let's see what kind of homework you do. Cause I remember last year the dude, I didn't rip on him for this last year, but I kind of got mad thinking about it lately. He's hurt again, and when he's out injured, he's walking around Disney World. And it really hit me like, Disney World or Disneyland, either one, that's a lot of damn walking. So I'm just saying, I hope, I I, I think the team is just seeing, how is this dude recovering on his own as well as with the team? Is he doing what it takes? And I hope he is. He's a competitor. He wants to be out there. At the same time, they were also saying a few weeks ago that he might not be back at all. Don't even count on it. And I don't know. I really don't know. This team could really use him. I really like Sammy Watkins a lot. I wish him the best. I hope he comes back. I hope this team has an influx of talent coming back. And let's go. Like, really, let's go. You got these vets coming in taking jobs away you got a, a rookie and Shaq Lawson getting two sacks on two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks that's pretty tight this team is looking up but they gotta win they gotta win against this Bengals team or I don't even want to talk about this anymore like I'm gonna be so bummed out but we'll still talk shit and be here so look numbillsfan.com don't forget about us see you on Facebook live brought to you by Bills for Life 7 p.m. Wednesdays also brought to you by Punch Run Sports dot com. I am at NumBillsFan fan on Twitter. I'm NumBillsAdamD Adam D on Twitter. Don't forget about it. Be about it. Love your mother. Give her a kiss. If she's not here anymore with us, give your dad a kiss. You got a sister. I guess give. Don't do that. All right. You don't numb know, know bills where she